You're listening to a Rev FM production podcast. Welcome to Pastors Live, the show that discusses things of the Bible and current events for people who love to laugh. And now, the hosts who answer questions with more questions, it's Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. You know what? I needed to go watch that movie the other day. I need, oh, hey, by the way, uh, we'll talk about it in a second. Hey everybody! It's it's Monday. I was like, I had a thought, and I, the thought, and I, I had to start the program. So hey, it's it is a beautiful Monday. It's January twenty second, and we had a great weekend here at church. Getting into the Bible, loving people, worshiping God, seeing people born again, seeing people saved. What a wonderful thing! Uh, and this is episode nine hundred forty. <laughs> halfway there. Uh, we're ha- we're halfway to a thousand. Uh, Gary, is this going to be like Y two K? There's not going to be like enough information. It's like we're going to get to a thousand, and the whole thing's going to burn to the That's ground. Right. Is that? It's like our Y two K moment. By the way, how many of you remember Y two K? Hey, send us a note. Like pastors, yesterday. yeah, pastors live at the Rev FM. Pastors crazy. live at the Rev FM. Dave, what were you doing during Y two K? What were you doing? Making money. You were making money. <clears throat> yeah, we. I was. You were. You were delivering pizzas. Nope. We were. No. <laughs> we lived in Oregon. I couldn't remember where he was at. Oregon, in my okay. I was like, Oregon was loaded with survivalists, right? Kind of oh, like you guys up right. in the Panhandle yeah, in uh, yeah. Idaho, right? And um, there were underground bunkers being built left and right. I mean, the concrete business shot through the roof. Oh, that's man. right, because you're a rodbuster right? from way back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but that what where the money I was making was in uh, waterproofing because all these people were building these concrete bunkers. And we were saying, yeah, but you got to waterproof that. You have to waterproof that. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah, because water, I mean, concrete water leaches. Water finds its own level. Well, concrete leaches water. So we're like, no, you have to waterproof that. So, dude, I was I was slapping on Henry's mastic and membrane and making bank out of all all these people that were, well, we're going to lose our computers. And, like, uh, if that- you don't have cash and gold bars buried somewhere in your backyard, you're, you know, they're coming for you and all this. And so I, I was like, yeah, man, you better you get, get your food in there, get your gold bars, get your cash in there and get your abacus and, um, whatever else you need. And, uh, we'll waterproof that sucker for you. And we did, we made bank, we made bank. And I know those bunkers are still good because they're waterproof. They're water. Yes. They're waterproof. What were you doing? Um, actually, I'm storing up food and uh, ammo and no, actually, uh, <laughs> telling your no, neighbor, if you step on my property, no, I'll kill you I, in the name of Jesus. No, I'd actually, I, I was so fed up with it. Idiots. So during, yeah. So during Y2K, I was so fed up with that, that, um, I got to the point where I was having conversations with people and I'm, I'm looking at them going, so, okay, wait, so you have a store of food and you have a store of ammunition. So when the hungry people, your neighbor that you're supposed to love comes for the food, you're going to shoot them. To protect your family and your food, absolutely, you're not going to share your food in the name of Jesus. In the name of yeah, I was so sick of it. We had a lock in (sighs) that night because it was New Year's Eve. Yeah, we had a lock in. We had 350 kids show up to this lock in, and it was the Y2K lock in. And by the way, just for whatever it's worth, it was the last one I ever did because I was so tired. Uh, I was getting older. I was like, okay, this is it. I'm done. Uh, But it was the last one I did. But that was so much fun yeah. because we had all these kids. We play, were playing basketball all night. We they had a bracket. I mean, it was like a they were playing basketball, uh, racquetball. They were doing um, 
uh, what was it? Oh, kind of like volleyball. This is like volleyball I, in a yeah, racquetball court. Um, I and they love were, volleyball. yeah, and they were doing all this stuff. Yeah. And we had a great time, and we just kept track of what was going on around the world. And yeah. as soon as, as soon as Greenwich changed and everything still worked, we're like, yeah, whatever, because we figured that. <laughs> but, but at yeah. the same time, I was like, but if we lose our computers and our phones, is it really that big of a deal? Because I grew Would up that without them. Right. Yeah, I was like, I can, you know what? I can live without a computer. I can live without a phone. Then everybody's like, well, what about all the dams? What about all the power? I said they were run without computers before they will run without computers again and they have backup systems so i wasn't worried about it um and so even all my friends that were nuclear people were like don't worry about it it's gonna be fine right you know it's like but but chuck missler he he doubled down on it though i remember that but you know we we were sitting in the sanctuary at the applegate fellowship with about five thousand other people uh we had a great night of worship we had a bible study and then just before midnight um, we began uh, to take communion, <clears throat> and from oh, from about I don't know eleven forty-five, eleven fifty to about twelve fifteen, we were all part of a communion service, and um, you know, of course, Y two came, Y two K came without a hitch, and uh, you know, it was quickly in our rearview mirror, and a whole lot of people going. Well, that wasn't such a big deal. No, it never has been a big deal. It's just the yeah. Do you remember how many survival survivalist businesses opened before it and then oh, yeah. shut down like a month later because they just had no business after that? Well, and they made their money. Yeah, made I mean, their money time seriously, ago. Seriously, yeah, yeah. So, Gary, what were you doing in Y two K? Well, uh, I was pouring concrete. There you go. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's what I was doing. That was my job. So huh? I was doing some flat work and uh, didn't care too much about it <laughs> uh, yeah because you know what concrete concrete doesn't require a computer uh, it, yeah. no <laughs> it, it, it sets up just fine yeah, i was waiting for the planes to fall out of the sky oh and, yeah uh, even, no uh yeah I, it's <laughs> Wasn't it, too worried but you know what i mean I, for us around here you know we'll get to episode 1000 we'll see what happens after right, that right but we've got some great bible readings if you have a comment or question about it send it to pastors live at the rev.fm and we've got uh listen we got our wednesday night bible study coming up at seven o'clock so come and join us for that we're in exodus and of course our weekend services uh we are you know we're in the book of acts so we want to invite you to come out and join us for that but we have something special coming on this week so uh dave i got my coffee and my water because uh, mm-hmm. I'm not giving up coffee this week, but uh, for this week, what are you what are you doing for the week of prayer and fasting? Because it's the week of prayer and fasting, <laughs> right. and we're going to break the fast this coming Sunday night right. with a potluck. So, so Dave, what about you know what's you know what's interesting? You? Um, you know, so. A good a good buddy of mine, he's in our small group, um, sent me a message the other day, and um, he's never been part of a um, uh, a corporate fast where that where you know he and his wife have been part of other churches. They moved here to Idaho. They're now part of Water Springs. And he's like, we've never been a part of a corporate fast, so help me out with this with this fast. And uh, it, it's been a great back and forth with my brother, and um, and he helps us here at the church. He's really plugged in and involved. But you know, I was explaining to him. I go, hey man, you know, fasting takes on many different faces. Yes. And for some people, it's a full on not one crumb of food for the for the whole week that they start. Uh, today, Monday, and they'll go through next Sunday without eating one crumb of food. Uh, other people will say, look, I don't eat all day, and at sundown, my wife and I will eat a minimal meal. You know, we're not going to go, oh, we haven't eaten all day, so let's have a 10-course meal. Uh, but they'll eat something minimal, 
right? Uh, and other people, and this is the one that I typically do. It's one that I'm very comfortable with in the sense of feeling like, hey, I'm still fasting and um, I'm honoring the Lord with the fast. And it's the garden fast. Uh, the garden fast is a fast where if you choose to eat, you would eat minimally, but you would only eat what Adam and Eve had in the garden. So it might be fruits, veggies, nuts, that kind of thing. It would be raw, uh, nothing prepared. Um, but anyway, and that's something that, that I typically do during the, the week of prayer and fasting, mm-hmm. where I'll go without food, I'll drink water. And unlike you, if I if I drink uh, coffee without food, I'll I'll probably get it. Well, especially on day three, I'll get a gnarly headache that just makes me pray for the rapture all the more. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Jesus, come yeah, get please, me, please. Just yeah. Yes. <laughs> but so the garden fast is something that I'll typically do, not and just eat fruits and veggies all day long, like I'm not fasting at all. But if I'm like, oof, man, I am like hurting. Uh, maybe I'll eat. Uh, an apple, or maybe I'll eat uh, a little bit of broccoli or cauliflower or something. I'm not dipping it in ranch dressing and drizzling it with cheese and bacon. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I was having vegetables. Right. There you go. Uh, the cow had vegetables before it turned it into bacon. There. there but, so or, there, or the, yeah, the, so the pig, pig. Pardon yeah, me. Pig, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. And I typically, as you know, in my office, I typically keep raw almonds anyway. And so during the week of prayer and fasting, if I'm just like, man, this is like getting gnarly, I might have a handful of, uh, of raw almonds to get me, get me through. But uh, yeah, the, the garden fast and water. You know, it's, uh, I knew a young guy who did, he did, he was challenged to do the Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego diet. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he had uh, pulse he had, and water. He had, he had he had cystic acne. Um, before that, he did it for ten days. His acne never came back. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it, it was just cleaned up the system. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. of course, that was just vegetables. You know, it was the same kind of a thing. Well, it's typically what you know, acne so. is: is toxins coming out of your skin. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. and and so there's a lot of there's a lot of benefits. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of health. A lot of people talk about fasting now. You know, and intermittent yeah. fasting, things like that. So, but the whole point of a fast is also to focus um, on spiritual things. That's right. And so that time, like for me, all that time I would spend prepping food, cooking, uh, or having a meal, I spend with my Bible open, my journal yeah. next to it, and I spend it in prayer. Yeah. And so we encourage you guys to join us this week for a week of prayer and fasting. But here's what we're doing. So tonight at 6 o'clock, we're going to meet in the sanctuary uh, for a time of prayer. Yep. And we've got tables and chairs set up, and we're going to invite you to come in. We'll have some prompts. And we could sit at a table as a community and uh, as, you know, small groups, and we pray, and we're going to pray together, and we're going to ask God to, um, you know, bless the the ministry and the church, and use us in our community, mm-hmm. and help us to be just passionately in love with Jesus. And so, it's well, we're, it's we're a blessing. Following you know. the the model yeah. of our kind of church vision statement: yeah. love up, love in, love, love out, out, love now. And guys, it's one hour because again, you know, you think of how the Lord says to Peter, "Could you not pray with me one hour?" And so it's it's one hour, guys, from six to seven. Come on out, and uh, we'll we'll follow that that model. Love up in out now. There'll be fifteen minutes uh, for each of those segments, and there'll be prayer prompts up on the board. And you at your table um, can can pray. So you can sit with friends, you can sit with your family, sit with your small groups. But let's all come together corporately and and pray. I mean, what a what a beautiful time. 
yeah, it's gonna looking forward to it. A lot going on this week in that way, and we're gonna we also uh, we will have our Wednesday night study after mm-hmm. that, but with, from six to seven, we'll have our time of prayer and fasting, and so worship that night will be a little bit different. It'll be a little bit more uh, well laid back. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah, a little bit more. It'll be a little bit more worship that night um, as we're coming to do that. So, uh, really looking forward to being uh, together as God's people. So, you bet. Uh, and and so we're we are looking forward to those things. And we've got great Bible readings again. Uh, if you've got comment or question, uh, Pastors Live um, at the Rev FM. It's Pastors Live at the Rev FM. We'd love to hear from you. And we have a couple that came in. And so, uh, you know, the other day, Dave, we were talking about you know kind of some of the things that are going on in our country regarding you know elections and things like that and well we had a great one come in this came in from kurt what up kurt uh he says uh pastors i would wear a merga hat with pride oh and would promote pastors live please let me know when the hats will be ready love you guys god bless and that's from kurt in idaho falls so yeah buddy kurt love that guy hey how's this how's that uh merga hat coming um it's like how how you doing there? It's, it's, it's coming along just fine. Yeah, it's coming uh, along just I've fine. I've talked to Vanessa, so okay, so we it's we're like, closer. We're closer. Okay, so <laughs> you and Vanessa are closer. That's good. Yeah, it's like, yeah. She's a she's a sweet. Yeah, sister we really in appreciate she her, is her a man. Sweet yeah, sister so, in Christ. You know, uh, but we we had some other ones here that were for, really, for people who don't know. That's our graphic artist. Yeah, yes. that's our graphic designer. Yeah, yeah graphic so, designer. Thing. Yeah, so we have a but yeah. So uh, we got one. that says oh an emotional uh, an emotional emotional an emotional. Ah, mm-hmm. Just wash my tongue. Can't do a thing with it. Uh, an emotional support pickle is a great idea. You ask oh. for it, and I shall give it to you. Name ideas, Ty. Uh, this will be fun. Uh, Dill's Advocate or uh, Dill Dally are my favorites. Um, and that's from Barbara here in Idaho Falls. Wow. <laughs> so so that's a good one. Uh, how about uh, Pickle Pops? Um, and that's... <laughs> That's that's so. I was like, I was like, ooh, okay. That was that was actually from Bozeman, um, and so here here's another one from Idaho Falls. This is uh, from Chandra. This is a uh, brine by me. Oh, for crying out uh, loud! Okay, but here here's this one, uh, brinestone. Yes, yes, from Daryl. <laughs> like so, like a brinestone cowboy. Yeah. yeah. So now nice. I need to get him a little hat. I need to go find a little woody oh, hat for him. I think goodness. there might be one and in so, your potato head box there. Actually. Oh, you know what? A little brinestone. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, but then Bethany sent this one in. Um, uh, uh, could be delicious. Um, you know, oh, as a first man, and last name uh, for your support pickle. So uh, if you guys weren't paying attention, we said, hey, uh, I've got a, somebody was, you know, Carrie gave me an emotional support pickle. Um, <laughs> and so we need to name the pickle. Yes. So uh, send us send us more so names. Can I Pastors give you my Live recommendation? At the Rev.fm. Yes. What is that? Dill Harris. Now, I'm not even going to tell you where I got that name. I'm hoping that there are listeners right now going, ooh, nice reference, Dave. Okay. If you know what I'm talking about, you know. Dill Harris. And um, yeah, anyway, there you go. Okay. That's my recommendation. That, that's it. Well, Bethany also sent this question. It says, can a Christian lose salvation? The, the pickle did. The pickle. <laughs> yeah, the pickle names. That, that caused yeah. the problem. But no, no. But, no it's, but that's a legitimate question. Um, and it, it's one that comes up very often. It's, it can a Christian a yeah. can a Christian lose salvation? Well, are you asking me? Oh, I, oh, I should sorry. say it was a question. Um, no, well, yeah. Let me ask. <laughs> let like, me we didn't an- answer. We're not going to answer that one. So let good luck. An- no. well, I thought you were rolling with that. So, no, no, so no, let I'm me answer question, that question so. with a question. Can yes. a Christian earn their salvation? Nope. No. I think you have about as much chance of losing something that you didn't earn 
um, you know, as as you do of of earning it in the first place. Yeah. Salvation is listen. The wages of sin, the wages, the payment, what you deserve for sin is death, but the gift of God, and if you will, the free gift of God, is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Absolutely. Can you be unborn? My dad used to talk about this. Uh, you know, we had this conversation about eternal security and all, and dad would say, well, can you be unborn? I mean, if you're born again, how are you unborn again? The question is, is a person born again? When is somebody born again? Of course, the whole book of James deals with that, right? Um, that right. there is evidence of your salvation. So can a person just pray the sinner's prayer and then turn around and kind of give God the raspberry and go to hell? Yeah, because saying a prayer is not what the Bible requires uh, for for salvation. Yeah, but I went forward during the Will Graham lookup crusade, and I, I prayed the sinner's prayer, and I filled out the paperwork. So I'm going to heaven, right? Now I can live like hell. No. No, no, you, you, you can't do yeah. that because as our reading talked about today in, in Matthew 17, there must be transformation. There is transfiguration in that sense. There is a change of life. Right. As Ty, you, you say this a lot. There is a change of allegiance. Oh, yeah. And if you have given your allegiance to the Lord Jesus Christ, you're not going to walk away from that. Mm-mm. The person who can... Give God the raspberry, you know, and stick their tongue out at God and say, forget you, I don't want you. That person has not been transformed. They they have not had a, an encounter with the Holy Spirit and and changed their allegiance to the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I think what some, one of the things we forget is that you can have somebody faking this thing. Mm-hmm. Jesus is going to say to a whole bunch of people, uh, Lord, Lord, did we not do miracles in your name? Did we not do this thing? Did we not do that thing? Which causes great concern to me because Jesus essentially says in his own teaching that this whole thing of faith can be faked to the point of rejection by God. And we can... And, and fake to the point that you can convince yourself that you are. Yes, and because they are very, very confused Mm -hmm. when they are turned away because they have done everything they think they should have done to show that they were saved, but yet there was not an actual transformation in their heart. And I'll be honest with you. There there may have been a reformation. There may, yeah, they may have changed the outside, yeah. but the inside wasn't changed. And Jesus even said, don't just wash the outside of the dish. Wash the inside. He's talking to the Pharisees. He says, wash the inside of the pot so the outside will get clean as well. Because he says, look, you're a bunch of whitewashed tombs. You look good on the outside, but on the inside, you're full of death and decay. And, and so if somebody... That's pretty graphic language for the day, by the way. Oh, oh, that, that absolutely. Was, that was Stephen King stuff. Oh, yeah, that was disgusting yeah, at the, yeah, in yeah. the day. And to just to just say this, you know, when you're when you're reading, uh, it's like when John is writing, he says, "Little children, it is the last hour." So just you know, he thought that. So how much more should we think that, right? He said, "Little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming." Now, and of course, in that case, there's an article there, so it's the Antichrist. He's speaking of that character from the scripture, right? That that person who, that that Genesis and all the way through Revelation, we see this archetype throughout the scripture. But but the the Antichrist is coming. Mm -hmm. Even now, many Antichrists 
have come by which we know that it is the last hour. Mm. And it says, they went out from us, <laughs> but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. I, I think I, I think it's interesting because I, I've had people say to me, well, this person lost their salvation, and I will ask them, I said, did they lose their salvation or did they actually never have it in the first place? Because what you just told me they've done in their life is they have rejected Christ. Right. Which means they came to church and something happened, and this is why church culture is so important, because there's a lot of people that come into church that actually don't know Jesus. Yep. And the church culture is to here to help them have a healthy place to find Jesus so they can have a transformative, a tr- a transformative relationship. So you don't want just somebody coming in and saying, oh, I go to church, so therefore I'm going to heaven. No, 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 you have to be in Christ to go to heaven. Right. You, you actually have to be in Christ. Uh, and I, this reminds me of, you know, Dave, and we talk about this a lot, this reminds me of when Paul is talking to the Ephesian elders he says, look, there, there are wolves that are going to come in and some from among you not sparing mm. the flock. And, and so That's the I, part it just, that scares me. Right, is, is that you. From among you. Yeah, that, from among you. And so in every church, and I'm just going to say this right now. I would say in every church, there is somebody with the spirit of Antichrist. They are there, but they are not fully in Christ. They're just there. They're, they're there to be antagonistic. They're there because they really don't. They, they're, they're confused. And they're going to eventually walk away to prove that they were really never of the faith. What, what's really frightening to me, you guys, is the thought that sometimes that person is in the pulpit. Yeah. And, and, and we're Paul talks it. about that at yeah. Acts tw- in Acts 20. Yeah. Hey, what are they doing there? They're drawing people to themselves. They want disciples, he says. They are drawing disciples to themselves. And so the person that says, well... I'm a disciple of this pastor, and the pastor allows that, or the pastor encourages that. Hey, you're mine, right? You belong to me. Uh, you're you're my flock. Whew. Ho, 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 ho. Um, most of the guys in our circle, in our circles, um, I mean, they cringe when they hear that. Or, you know what they, I mean? And, or, and a lot of yeah. other circles, too. I'm yeah. not saying Calvary yeah, yeah. chapels. Oh, yeah, no, no, you no. Know, got the, the, we're the only ones that had the feather in the cap, blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying most of the guys in our circles, because I because this is the circle I'm familiar with, right? right? Most of the guys in our circles and the seminary that I'm attending currently, which, which belongs to a particular denomination, most of those guys would say the same thing. Oh, no, 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 this isn't my flock. I've been entrusted with this flock. The flock belongs to Jesus. Yeah, but he's if the you're, good shepherd. If you're going somewhere, if you're part of a church, and the pastor's like, you're mine, you're my people, I would really encourage you to stop and think about what what is he saying? Does he mean to say that? Does she mean to say that? Are they really saying that I belong to them? Are they just, is that a term of endearment and maybe it's... Not the best term of endearment. I love you guys. You're my people. I love you so much. Okay, that's one thing. But when they're like, oh, no, 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 no. You're mine. You you, you do what I tell you to do. No, you can't marry that person. You marry who I tell you to marry or whatever it is. That That is real dangerous stuff. Yeah, that is that's dangerous, the old shepherding dangerous movement. stuff. Hey, listen, we're out of time for today. What? Thanks for your comments Holy and questions. Moly. Listen, we we love you. We appreciate you. Pastors live at the Rev.fm. We'd love to hear from you. Stop by Greenhouse Coffee yes, if sir. you're in the Idaho Falls area. And and by the way, if you're up in Jackson Hole, where should they go? 
Is it, is it cow, which, which one's the Cowboy Jackson? Coffee. Cowboy Coffee. Cowboy Coffee. Yeah, I wanted yeah, yeah. to say sorry, Cowboy sorry. Coffee. So, hey, if you're in Jackson Hole, go to Cowboy Coffee. Yeah, love those um, guys. And that's some good coffee. Yeah, it is some, that's some really, really good coffee. Hey, yep. listen, you're loved, your family. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time. You've reached the end of another episode of Pastors Live, a Rev FM production podcast. Thank you for listening. Submit your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review from your favorite podcast listening platform. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon so you don't miss the next episode drop.